My voice may not be familiar to you. My name is Bubba Stalkup, and I'm here with somebody whose voice may be familiar with you, Matt Coker. Yeah, and uh, if you don't recognize my name or voice, then that means you probably recognize Bubba Stalkup, who is also here with me today. That is good uh, logic, yeah. Very strange. <laughs> uh, we're, we're dual hosting uh, probably the weirdest podcast you're going to uh, listen to in... in uh, Definitely the weirdest yeah. that I've recorded. Sure. And we're not exactly sure how it's going to work or where it's going to go. Um, but uh, we're, we're, we're going to be doing a, a, like I said, a dual podcast. Uh, I'm from the Back Row Baptist podcast. and uh, Yeah, I'm from the Free Play podcast, which is part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Yeah. And uh, we, we are actually good friends. We grew up together uh, going to, uh, starting with Marshall Junior High School oh, here wow. in Clovis, New yeah. Mexico. Which, gosh, it's forever ago now. How old are we now? Too old. Yeah. <laughs> old enough to have podcasts. How yeah, about that? Yeah. Um, I already had a podcast. I had a podcast in college. It Did was, you really? It was very bad. Dakota was on it. Our friend, mutual friend. Why Dakota does that not surprise time. me? Yeah. Um, what was that about? Uh, it was called, uh, I had a blog back then card, uh, called the, uh, oh, what did I even call it? <laughs> hard blo- hard blog life. I, think I remember that. Yeah, and uh, we started the hard blog cast, oh. and uh, we did skits mostly. Like we put on weird little <laughs> skits as a like like a, it was like a show. You know, it was like a almost a radio play kind of thing. Um, but we had like little messages. I think usually Dakota would give like a little sermonette at the end of it, based on the. That skit. sounds about right. It was yeah. very strange, um, but. Uh, yeah, I never went anywhere, but we did like 36 episodes of it before. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. But yeah, um, Bubba moved away. Uh, I did. I got out, man. Before college, which people don't do. I got out. We moved to Albuquerque, but we got pulled right back into this town. Here's the deal. You got to understand. <laughs> we we were driving in. I live in Texas now, and we were driving in, and we crossed the train tracks, and it says, Welcome to New Mexico. And I read it out loud to my kids as the land of entrapment. <laughs> like, it's just, you can't, I mean, I've known so many people. I see it on Facebook all the time. Yeah. Like, going back to Clovis, and I'm like, why? <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> Although you guys do have, we talked about this before we started rolling. You got the Red Arrow. Got the Red Arrow Casino and Not a sponsor. Gaming Center. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Well, who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> if they get their stuff together, that might become yeah. a sponsor. Uh, yeah, actually, Dakota is almost back here. He moved all the Are way to kidding? Maryland, D.C. He's been there for the last several years. And he moved uh, back. He moved to Albuquerque as of last week. Okay. And he's coming to town next weekend. And I'm just convinced that oh, within the next Dakota. five years, he'll be back here. <laughs> well, yeah, when we were growing yeah. up, we did we did a lot of stuff. You, you mentioned Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we started God and Kittens. God and Kittens. Gak. Gak. That was a weird... It was pretty. We got in the yearbook. Fairly popular though. Yeah. yeah, we got in the yearbook. We had one of the least, largest photos in the yearbook. At least twenty or thirty people on a regular basis, but the photo itself had like all of our 40, people. 50, yeah, yeah anybody who had ever even walked by the choir hall came right. to be had in that heard, picture. Had seen a flyer on the wall. Um, it's mostly the same people that were in our FCA group, though, wasn't? Oh it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of. We were in FCA. God knows why. Right. We, Not no athletes. sports at all. No. Yeah. Uh, the history teacher kept trying to make me play football, but my mom was always afraid I'd get a concussion. So, well, she would have been right. Right? Oh, yeah. absolutely, I would. Hundred percent. So, um, yeah, I never got to play. My last sports were in sixth grade, I think, when I had my one and only awesome 
uh, basketball moment where in the championship game I did a behind the back pass to someone. Pictures or it didn't happen, it was, man. Oh, it was it was fantastic. I retired after that game. Just like <laughs> I gotta go out on top. Those pre internet days, man. So like nobody will ever it. see that. Yeah. yeah. You can't prove it to your kids. And then in high school, uh, I think we both got heavily into production with uh yeah. Cat TV. Oh man. Where May we did rest in peace. The, the single greatest season of our our yeah. uh, our school's weekly news show. Uh, we revived it. Time. Yeah. We revived it from I don't know how long, maybe one or two seasons it had actually been going on. Mm-hmm. And they actually created a class for us. Right. Just just to do that. Journalism yeah. 2 or 1 or 2, video mm-hmm. journalism, whatever it was video called. Video journalism, yeah. Anyway, it was just the two of us mm-hmm. in that class and that's what we did. We produced uh, Cat TV, mm-hmm. man, which you can to... still find those episodes on Facebook if yeah, you just yeah, search Cat on, TV. On, yeah, it's a, I think it's a, a group, I think. Group or a page or, a page, or something. Yeah. It's there, whatever it is. I can't, I don't have them all anymore, though. <clears throat> Me neither. My discs, the discs are just scratched, bro. Up, yeah. Well, even, I have a couple that aren't scratched at all and they still won't play. <laughs> just because it was, you know, it's burning stuff to a DVD back in 2004. Oh, man. Which, you know, that was barely a thing at that point. So they didn't. It didn't last. They deteriorated really quickly. If you think of all the DVDs that we burned in 2003 <laughs> and you account for inflation, we mm-hmm. wasted so, so much, much money. Yeah. But that was fun, man. That made senior year. Uh, Worth it. That and, and working on Purple Press also. Yeah. Well, you were the editor of that. And you, you had been the editor the year before, uh, and then I was the editor the second year. I, you can't see me, podcast listeners, but heavy air quotes on the editor. <laughs> I think I was the editor of that thing for, the, for a semester. No, it was a full year. It was, was a full year. year? You it was remember a year. whole lot more about it junior than I year, do. Yeah, because um, at the end of the year we did a whole passing the torch page at the end where you were handing it over to me for the next oh, year. Wow. And we're like, this is what's coming next year, kind of thing. Yeah, well, there you that. go. And you graciously kept me on. I remember that. <coughs> I was terrible, <laughs> terrible. I would come in, and the only thing I would want to do is just sit back on my computer in the back. Yeah. And play in the back room or the back corner of the back room. The farthest away I could get from anybody. <laughs> I wanted to this this is how far back my nerdiness kind of goes. Is I did video game reviews yeah. for the purple press mm-hmm. just so I could play video games during school. My reviews were never anything good. Mm-hmm. And uh when we weren't working on that, we were playing Cream Savers Bowling. Oh my God! Cream on Savers Bowling. Candy, CandyStand.com. <laughs> oh. Cream Savers Bowling or uh, too soon. Yeah. Like a Lifesavers Mini Golf or something. I played so much there. of that bowling game. That bowling. Yeah, you would figure out how to get a strike. To get, every yeah, time. you gotta flick the yes, man, the roll. <laughs> and that was back uh, when uh, Napster was kind of a thing, but mm-hmm. you know. So nobody went to jail. We downloaded on mp3.com. So mm-hmm. we had tons and tons of mp3s. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. That was, gosh. That was a long time it, ago, though. It was a long time ago, but it doesn't really feel like that long ago. Yeah, when you me. start talking about it, yeah. you can kind of. Like, yeah, I, was just, I feel like I need to go see if candystand.com is still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also watched a lot of Strong Bad. A lot of Strong Bad, a lot of Homestar Runner. Yep. Which um, is coming back. Did you hear that? Oh, it's been coming back. I oh, mean, really? They've been not like it's not like weekly like it used to be, but every couple months or something they drop a new cartoon. They've been doing that for the last year or two. Huh. Um, and every now and then it's a new email. 
but uh, they've slowly been putting all their stuff on YouTube now because yeah. Flash is dying, and that's they're still using they're, Flash. They're still to using build. it on the website, but but they're, every it's time bananas. they get something new, they also put it on YouTube, and I think that's eventually where it's just going to end up. But uh, yeah, that was that was fun, and we had to go. We had to use the. Uh, HomestarRunner.net mirror right. website yeah. because the school had blocked the That's .com, true. but they didn't know about the .net one. Um, yeah, so we just we wasted all of our senior all year. All of it. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We passed. We graduated. So I have didn't. no clue. I have tried and tried and tried to understand how I got through. God bless Clovis High School. I graduated. I don't know. I mean, I can remember just... Days, weeks. I still have nightmares. Right, like to the, it's a recurring nightmare that I have that I forget my locker combination, and I go into math class and I look around and I'm like, I don't know any of these people, <laughs> and I feel like that's based in reality. Like, I just I spent all my time in the choir hall, mm-hmm. all of it. It's supposed to be in English. I just go to choir. It's fine. I would show up every now and again to English, and I don't even remember a teacher's name, but she was the head of the department, and I would convince her. That, hey, if you'll give me 10 minutes, I can recite this whole poem to you. And I can't remember any of it now, but in that 10 minutes, I could memorize and recite. And she was fine. I think maybe it was like her last year or something. She didn't care. <laughs> didn't care. I don't know. Whatever, kid. It was just like perfect storm. We could go into that class and be like, nobody read. Can we just read it out loud? And she would say yes. Like, it was wonderful. <laughs> um, I remember that senior year I had uh, picked my third, fourth block was free. And so I picked the third block for informal geometry, which (laughs) for some reason I understood really well. Like I'm not good at math, but informal geometry was the easiest class for me. Everybody else in there, you know, had trouble, had to work. I would be in there. They would give, she usually gave the homework assignment out at the beginning of class Uh um, and then kind of discuss it. Well, while they're discussing it and learning it, I'm finishing the entire thing in 15 (laughs) minutes and I hand it to her. And I say, can I go work at the Purple Press office? Yeah. And so that's where I spent half my day every single day. And I spent, you know, 15 minutes at a time oh, in yeah. informal geometry. <coughs> that was fun. I'm starting to think that one of the reasons I got, that I stayed in Purple Press was not, obviously I was not good at it. <laughs> you were um, fine. The reviews were good. They were, bleh, I, nothing ever got turned in on time. Miss Singletary was always trying to get me to turn stuff in. We had to do these notebooks true. at the end of the semester. <laughs> I would do them the day they were due. Um, <laughs> but I think the reason I stayed in, I don't even know if they do this anymore. You made us those passes. that. We, oh my gosh, that was the biggest scam I ever pulled off. You made them. I created uh, never-ending all-access hall passes. I took everybody's photo, printed them up, made them look official, and convinced administration uh, administration to sign the back of it. Easy. Done. We were able to go anywhere at any time. They any closed, game. Yeah, they closed the uh, they closed the classrooms, hallways, and stuff like that during lunch. Uh, we were able to just walk in, do whatever we want. Uh, we would go. We would usually just get our lunch and go to the purple yeah. press office and goof around on yeah, candy F hall stand. was closed yeah. for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how I convinced uh, everybody to let that pass yeah we, yeah that's right you said games we could get to we could get into any of the the sports games basketball or track free. football uh, whatever any of whether you events. were part of the sports right writing team or not even if yeah even if you just wanted to go see it 
Yeah, hey, uh, I got my pass. Yeah, Friday. You first. didn't have to cover anything. <laughs> I mean, we did nothing but abuse uh, those things. Mm-hmm. I think we might probably 30% of the time we use them correctly. Sure, sure. The well, other sometimes. 70%, no way, just, man. Just so we could have free reign at oh, yeah. school. Go to the bathroom whenever we wanted. And didn't it have to. worked. It just worked. Uh, that was great. <clears throat> so the other thing that uh, Bubba and I were involved in together, uh, more ministry-minded, was... We, uh, well, starting off with it, it was, uh, we had joined a, a punk rock band. Oh my gosh. In our sophomore year. Called, oh my gosh. It was originally called Shifty 150. Shifty 150. And, uh, <laughs> they replaced the lead singer with me because they had a falling out and we changed the name to Table 13, which yep. was based on, uh, the 13 yeah, people it, around the last supper table. The, the 12 you know, disciples, the 12 and, disciples Jesus. and Jesus. Easy maths. Um, and Bubba was hired on as the uh, quote-unquote road pastor. <laughs> yeah, road pastor, manager, director. It had uh, a whole bunch of... But uh, you were on... You were. We made one album, which was absolutely garbage. Terrible. Except the last song, which you were on. You actually did guitar work it? on that one. Which one? Genesis. Oh, the yeah, first, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first version of the song, Genesis. I went in and laid it down in the studio. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. <laughs> um, but no, that short... Like, immediately... After we recorded that album, the main due to the band was done. Oh, yeah. We hadn't had any kind of argument with him. We had, There was no falling out. We were all on the same page, we thought. And then he was like, no, nah, I'm out of here. And he yeah. took his stuff. And it's like he just wanted the band to be there long enough to record the album. And he left. But we still had the album. Yeah, we had the master. We did all the fundraising to make copies and give them out. Our goal was to give them out for free. We didn't That's want to was, sell yeah. them. That was the yeah. ministry aspect of we were just going to give our music out for free. And uh, yeah, so that was weird. So that that you know collapsed on itself at that point. And so Bubba and I started doing what we did with that last song, Genesis. We started doing that, writing music that was Everywhere, just ac- yeah. acoustic music. Uh, and we would both sing and he'd play guitar. Um and we didn't write in a typical way. I don't think we would. You would come up with just a, a, me- a tune, melody, yeah. And I would just You'd lyric put lyrics it. to yeah. it. And, and you made you wrote some lyrics too. But we didn't like you know we didn't compose music. No, we didn't. Uh, sometimes I had the lyrics first. Yeah, it, it, and it I never... kind of and I would kind of come up with a, a relative tune, and you would be like, okay, and then you would try and figure out how to play that on the guitar, and then we'd get it and. It we wasn't had, very formulaic no, at all. No, it's very strange, but it worked, and we had quite a few really good songs. Uh, I even listened to a few of them again. Did you? Uh, this past, you know, they're not. The recording is, you know, it was garbage, but uh, we did we did our best. But the uh, we played some. The actual songs were good. We played some shows. We did a good we did a good concert at Java Loft. I remember we had quite yep. a few people there. We did most of our songs and some worship songs. Yep. Uh, we killed. I can only imagine. Rush on that Just, one. It I mean, beautiful. It, and then they they made a movie out of it. Oh yeah, that's based why. on our performance. Our performance. Yeah. Um, but I think the coolest thing we got to do with that was the all enlistment call. Oh yeah. At Cannon Air Force Base, we had written this song called "I Watched Him Go," which was a very, uh, very cheesy, almost very uh, cheesy patriotic song about. Um, I think the first verse was about someone. Uh, someone's son going off to Vietnam or something yeah. and not coming or not knowing if they're going to come back. And then the second verse was focused on the Iraq war. Uh, Cause you know, nine 11 had just happened a few yep. years before that. So we were still all in that Uber patriotic mode. Yeah. And uh, we had as a part of the school, 
uh, choir program or show choir program. Show choir. That's what it was. We had done a Christmas concert at like the commander's house where he had a oh bunch of gosh, people. Oh my gosh, you're Remember right. That? That's how that happened. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he had a bunch of uh, high-level people over for this Christmas party thing, and he hired the show choir to come and perform, and we did that song. We did that, and he had us come and do it uh, for everybody enlisted. Everybody, which means we had to do five different mini concerts there. The entirety uh, of Cannon Air so Force, so they could get Space. everybody to hear yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I remember the the thing that the guy wanted to do the most, and he did it every single time, and he got a kick out of it every single time was. One of these two people is named Bubba. <laughs> Clap your hands if you think it's this guy pointing to me, this big, giant, hulking dude. <coughs> and if it's it, clap your hands if you think it's this guy, the skinny uh, yeah. white boy over here. And just... Every time. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's... Obviously, the fat guy's the Bubba. You know? And yeah. uh, not at all. Nope. Not uh, even close. How did you even get that name? I don't know. I don't even know if it, I've ever asked you that. You have. I mean, have it, I? it's I'm it's sure one I had of to you, you've always known me as Bubba, and that's the thing. Right. Is like if I get introduced as Bubba to somebody, then it's no big deal. They just take it as gospel truth. Right. There's one or two people that are like, "That's not your name," and then I pull out a business card, and they lose their minds. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I've I've been Bubba since I was young, like a kid. Depending on who you ask, okay. So here's my origin story. <laughs> Depending on who you ask, if you ask the women in my family, it's because um, my sister could not say Michael, which was my name. So you know, Bubba just came out. If you ask, almost like a version of brother. Is that kind, kind of well, what it was? and that's its origin. That's okay. its origin. So it's <coughs> we're in, we're in Eastern New Mexico right now, and that's this is where I grew up. I grew up in Clovis, New Mexico, and we are a literal stone's throw away from Texas. Mm-hmm. But it may as well be a thousand miles away because it's. When I was growing up, it felt so completely different. We went to the big city, which was Lubbock, you know, and that was an hour and a half away, and it just felt like, oh my god, what are we doing? Um, so, but my dad grew up in Texas, and his whole family's roots are in Texas, and he's uh, Texas to the bone. So he was Bubba when he was growing up, and his family still calls him Bubba. You know, my wow. my grandma and my aunt, and you know, all, they still call him Bubba, which is really confusing because that's my name. Like, how dare they? <laughs> Um, but you know, my dad just always grew up calling me Bud and Bubba and stuff like that. And you know, that was just what you called. I gotcha. So, so that's what you would say. My mom was like, Oh, that that's the hickest thing. I'll never call him that. <laughs> you know, because she's from New Hampshire. So like yeah. they don't have dumb nicknames. Yeah, she like did that. call you Michael, didn't she? She called me know. Michael a couple of times. She called me started calling did me she Bud. Start calling and then, you know, she calls me Bubba. I'm trying now. to remember I'm trying to remember when we came over to your house. Yeah. Uh, back then. She usually calls me Bud when when I'm around. Um but yeah. But yeah, I mean, in you get to, you know, what was it like kindergarten or first grade when they ask, you know, what do you want to be called? Mm. You know, and so I'm like, well, I would like to be called by my name if that's okay with everybody here, which is Bubba. (laughs) I'm in kindergarten, right? And some of you guys may have already heard this story and I apologize, but it had to have been first day in kindergarten. They're they're taking role and they call Michael Stalkup. I look around and go, that's weird. Who else has my last name? (laughs) And she, somebody leans over and she goes, Sweetie, is is that your name? And I was like, I don't think so. That's my last name. I know that's familiar. I was like, man, I got somebody in here I know. So I get I get to have the talk with my family, my mom, my dad. When I get home, I'm like, okay, well, our bad. Your name is actual actually Michael. So 
I didn't know that. Part. Yeah, so I, I mean, didn't like, know, like you were literally unaware of your actual no, name. Yeah, nobody bothered to. <laughs> why? Why would anybody bother to tell me? You know, it's it's on a need to know basis. Oh, that's brilliant. So I just kind of adopted it, and it's been my name. And every the first time, for sure, everybody's like, "Bubba, what? Sure you want me to call that, you that can't be your name." And I'm like, "Look, it's it's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> It'll feel natural in a couple. Yeah, times, you're right? gonna love it. Yeah. Oh gosh. But I yeah, keep... we did we did music together yeah. for a long time. We had the the Matt and Bubba, Bubba and Matt. What do we call it? Matt M Star B. I think is what M-star we landed B on. Was our, yeah, Home Star Runner. It was yeah. We had our logo was an M and a star. And be just we like were the terribly, star terribly uh, creative when we were kids. <coughs> and yeah, Matthew and Bubba. We did awesome. albums, a couple albums. You know, finally like was the album, and yep. we named it that because one, it was going to be our our last thing together, and two, it had taken like two entire oh. years to get together. Well, we didn't go into a studio. Right. We, we, we did it in the choir hall. In the choir hall with, with Chuck Tipton's um, little sound machine. Whatever his thing. little recorder was. Yeah. Um, and then we had released the second album with it called On Second Thought. Yeah. <laughs> but that one was just full of weird things. It was really weird. Um, uh, I think a solo project from you. Um, it was, yeah, it was just. It was, I cannot listen to it. <laughs> I can't. Like the nostalgia doesn't transcend no. oh, how bad that was to me, yeah. because I was a terrible musician at that point. So it, it blows my mind that we got even as far as we did. Really? Because I l- I listen to that and I go, I wouldn't have hired that kid to clean my gutters, <laughs> let alone do music stuff. But <clears throat> the radio picked up one of our oh, songs. Oh gosh, I forgot. All did about you forget that. about that? Yes. Sometimes I hear that it sometimes still gets played. I don't know if that's true or I not. Know it's, I know they still have it in the, at the station, um, or at least they did as of a couple of years ago. Um, I, gosh, how did I forget that entire thing? Um, our most popular song by far. Grading on a large scale, but right, still. Right, was uh, My Snowman Melted in New Mexico. Yeah. And it was just a, a tongue-in-cheek look at just how it's – Always hot so here. So freaking hot. And yeah, how, um, oh, instead of roasting chestnuts, we were frying eggs out on the concrete. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Um, gosh, we had recorded that. We had played it live at the Talent Christmas show. concert. Yeah, something, yeah. The Christmas concert. They something at the high a few... school? Nope. No. Junior high. No. Because it, it had to have been high school. Had to have been high school. Because we didn't even start doing that till 11th grade. Good call. Yeah. Time frame's important. Yeah, we recorded that, and it just... it. It slew the house. It just killed everybody. It's great, man. Laughter. We have it's, we we have the live still, recording of yeah, it. Yeah, that's still that. one of my favorite things to listen to. Um, <clears throat> dang, I might have to put that somewhere. And then my sister was like, "You need to send this into the radio. Send it in." Well, we were yeah, we had recorded it. Yeah. for the album, so we recorded a studio version, and that's the one that we sent in. Yep. And they sure enough, they played it on their morning show uh, a couple times that that year, at least. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know if they played it since then, but my cool. sister every now and again would tell me, "I heard your song on the sure. radio again." And I'm like, "I'm waiting on the check." Again, it's still a local radio station. It's yeah. not like national, whatever. Less people, more people are listening to this podcast <laughs> than listen to our our, our hometown radio, radio station. station. But <coughs> that was still pretty cool as high school kids. Um, yeah, got to do that. I actually went and worked at that radio station for a little while. Yeah. Uh, and got to record. That was like working for the enemy, though, wasn't it? Uh, that oh, one? no, that was in my that Was, was in that my your family's? Yeah. I, thought your, I thought your dad did the other one. 
Uh, or were they? No, they were together. Oh, were they? KWK oh. and KTQM. Well, hey, look one at that. The, one and the same. Um, but yeah, that was. Uh, we didn't have a lot of rivalries when I was growing up, and you just ruined that one for me. So I'm sorry. Appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> ma'am. Oh, okay. But anyway, we, long story short, we go way we know back. Each other. Yeah, we we're, go we're, way back. Kind of friends. Uh, we um, we were we were legitimately best friends growing up. Yeah, I mean, we spent, it started that started with me giving you a dollar every single day. So oh you could my gosh! Yes, I gotta <laughs> so get my chimichanga. So you get chimichanga yeah. from the uh, snack way back bar. before Deadpool was eating them. I was right. pulling. Yeah. I, was, I asked everybody for a dollar. That's true. Hey, I'll pay you back. Can't get a dollar. Never paid anybody no, never. back. But uh, I was cool with it. It was like I was paying you to be my friend. Um, Worked. Yeah, I was new to town, so you know I needed it. <laughs> um, no, it was it was really cool. Uh, I didn't care. My mom gave me money every day. I'm like, well, right, mine did I'll not. Share it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, well, and then you invited me to where we are right now, this physical location. Highland Baptist Church, yeah. of course. Um, people who are familiar with the BRBP podcast will know we talk about this all the time. Uh, this is the home church for all of our regular guests. Um, but yeah, we uh, I had started coming to... I was Catholic growing up. I went to a Catholic school uh, growing up in elementary, and then I started going to a Catholic church here. And someone from Highland, I think it was... Joshua Boney, if you remember. Oh him. my, you, bro, you're throwing Josh, names. Joshua Boney, you uh, were dropping names. Joshua Boney and Mindy Baker. Mindy Baker, you remember her too? I yeah. do remember Mindy Baker. They they were the ones that invited me. He's like, hey, we're gonna come. Uh, we're gonna come paint the youth, our youth room, and our youth <laughs> pastor asked us to to get a few extra hands. You want to come? You know, paint. I'm like, that sounds awesome. I'm gonna come paint. We got here. Like, oh, we can't paint today. <laughs> so we're just going to do a normal youth group thing. Uh, it, we didn't paint for like two and a half years. I was going to say, that <laughs> that conversation right. became the thing that you did to get other people to come right. to church, <laughs> and then you never did that thing. Right. So yeah, they yeah, they'd set it up several times. Yeah, we're going to paint this weekend. We're going to paint next week. Yeah, that never happened. Um, but uh, yeah, I came. I'm like, wow, this is way different than a Catholic church, and it's kind of cool, and I have a lot of friends here, so... I'm yeah, here. I only knew adults over at the Catholic school I was going to, so it was weird. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I started coming to this church, and I've been here ever since, um, give or take a few years. Yeah, but uh, almost literally ever since. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which the other day, and I think it might have been in the podcast. I don't remember for something. I had said that I've been going here for like 15 years, and I realized, oh gosh, it's almost 20 years now. Yeah, try again. Oh, crunch the numbers so, one more time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I once I got here, I invited all of my friends to start coming here, and yep. about half of them did. Uh, you came, Corey came, um, Dakota would eventually uh, join yep. the church too. Yeah, Kenny came Jeremy, for a while. Jeremy, Kenny came for a little bit. Yep, um, but he's he's stuck with his folks. Yep. Um, but yeah, gosh, yeah, just our our whole crew. <sighs> just I'm just stuck yeah. In let, a, let it I'm sink stuck, in for a second. Stuck in nostalgia land, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, ending of the paint story is uh, we finally got around to doing it. Last week. We had <laughs> we finally got around to do it a couple years later. And um, the first night we had to do the primer uh, over it. Yeah. And uh, we were told, the few of us that were here, that we were going to be doing, you know, the painting later on. Like the actual painting. We were going to do designs and whatever. Yeah. And what instead happened... Was our youth pastor noticed like half of us weren't able to be there, so he called all those people that weren't able to be there the next night and had them come up and do the fun part of the painting. <laughs> and all of us that were like, I came here two and a half years ago to 
do this? And you didn't even give me a call. I was very mad. Was that the upstairs? When- no, that was down here. Down here? And they did like weird feather junk. Yeah. That was the design. They like dipped... Uh, a feather duster in paint oh, and yeah. sloshed it on the walls. And I, I feel like we, we did thing. paint upstairs. We did. We did the hand Because prints. after we had done that, less than six months later, they moved us to we a bigger room. It. Yeah. And we, yeah. And then we finally got to paint up there. But I was just so mad that we had finally gotten to that painting point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but do you remember that night? You were there, mm-hmm. the primer night. Yeah. We were almost getting high off of the paint fumes. There's no windows. Yeah. We the were back getting, door was it. And it had snowed outside, and we were doing all these dumb things. And I think the final straw that ticked off uh, our youth pastor, yeah. which might have been why he didn't call us the next time, <laughs> yeah. was uh, I had brought in this giant snowball thing, and I think oh. it was either you or it was... I think it was you. Yeah. I just pelted you right in yeah. the face with it and made this giant mess in the... Living room, or in the, I'm sorry, living room, hallway <laughs> of the uh, church. and uh, It was a big snowball. Yeah, and he got really mad, and I had, like, I'm sorry, don't don't, don't kick everybody else out. I will leave. It was my fault. But, yeah, it was. We were an interesting group. We weren't large. No. But we were an interesting group. Well, we group. were at one point. We, that youth group had gotten to <laughs> 30 people at one point. Really? Do you remember when we we had to we went into the big Muppet room and had this big circle of chairs all the way around that entire that, room that, to play games? That probably <coughs> that might have been after I left. There was a season you weren't yeah. here. I lived across the street and you and didn't and come I to couldn't church. Couldn't convince you to get yeah. here. Uh, yeah. Man. So this this five minute trip to yeah, nostalgia land has lasted uh, half an hour into our five minute trip, but <laughs> that's okay. I, yeah. That's fine. We're going to keep it in. Like like we said, this is going to be a completely different episode, mm-hmm. and we wanted you guys to understand where we are. We we've been really trying to to kind of do this for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since you really kind of started doing the BRBP, yeah, real hard we, and heavy. We've been working. We've been working on trying to get interviews as a regular thing. And uh, it's just, it's not working out really well. Yeah. Uh, I can't seem to get uh, high quality audio coming through Skype or phone calls or yeah. anything. Um, so those have kind of taken a back seat to just our typical, we bring in a couple of our friends to come and talk about a certain thing. Sure. Um, but uh, luckily you were coming to town. Yeah. Um, and floated this idea past us. The uh, dual podcast thing. Mo is still out of town. Uh, for you guys Hopefully that are she's wondering, out of town uh, and not redacted. <laughs> spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, see my uh, <laughs> Infinity Wars joke on Facebook. Yeah, um, and if you haven't seen Infinity War by now, I don't know what you're doing with your life. So well, just this is still just like the third week, right? Since it came out, doesn't matter, man. <coughs> Pardon me. Took, um, my, took my son on Friday, like the Friday of. Oh yeah, gosh, I wanted to go so bad that early. Deidre and I just got to see it last one week ago, last Saturday. Uh, yeah, you're um, in the, you're in the bubble. You're yeah, fine. So it was good. But yeah, um, you know, she had pink eye for one week. She was running a marathon last week. Oh yeah. And uh, today, while we're recording, she is with our Awana group at Wonderland, which they still do that. I was gonna say, blows my yeah, mind. Still go to blows Amarillo, Texas. Mind. Uh, Wonderland Amusement Park. We're talking a 20-year-plus tradition, mm-hmm. Wonderland, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised. I think this is their 19th year. I'm this surprised that thing's year. still around. Yeah. And it's exactly the same. They haven't added any stuff. or it's Cyclone. Just, it's I can still games. feel it. That Cyclone. Texas, Tor- Texas Tornado. Is that what oh, you're talking about? Is that? 
I guess it was Texas Tornado. No, no, no. The, the, the Texas Tornado does this. The Cyclone was the one that does the really herky jerky. Oh, right. Yes. Had the no really padding inside the bullet. Banging into the thing. Yeah. Yeah. My, my side still hurts. I remember that. I was terrified to go on the Texas <laughs> Tornado. Are you crazy? Oh, I do have one more story I really want to talk about, but it's embarrassing for you. <laughs> Come on. Hey, man. I have I bore my soul I, on the Free Play I, podcast. I, I doubt you've told this story on the podcast. I think I might have told it on ours at one point, but I don't remember. Yeah, we talked been, about you. A I've few been times. listening to the BRBP, and you just <laughs> whenever a story hits you, you just kind of run with it. So oh, go for to, it, man. Yeah, yeah let's well, let's see what you got. My favorite story that I like to tell, and I've told so many people, uh, even think, people that I think I know, the even people, yeah, say. even people yeah. that Bubba has have never met, uh, and they always laugh, is the time that I accidentally peed on yep, Bubba. That's what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> And it's actually a lot better than even the intro gives it credit for. Yeah. We were, um, gosh. I had not been stung, or I had not been stung by a jellyfish. No. Like, so no, if that's no, what no, you're thinking, no. get that out of your brain. No, completely. And, and yeah. Uh, it was you, me, and Corndog, Corey. Yeah. Uh, we, we hung out. We called ourselves the 2099 crew, which Because we're so weird. freaking cool. We were so dumb. We read our own language. Remember that? Our own lettering system. Yeah. I think that yeah. website's still up, by the way. <laughs> Um, but I mean, we had intentions of doing some sort of ministry thing. I don't think it ever really got off the ground. Nope. Um, never got past bios. Grab, grab God. That's what we oh called it gosh, eventually. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting off topic. Yeah. We were hanging out. It was eighth grade. Uh, we were hanging out at Corey's house and he was uh, a paper delivery boy. Uh huh. And uh, we were running out of things to do. We had already pranked called people. Yep. We had already, uh, cause crank anchors was a thing yeah. when we were growing up. <laughs> um, so he had a bunch of those sleeves that you put over newspapers whenever it rains. Yep. So that, you know, the newspaper doesn't get wet when you're tossing it out. And I don't know who had the idea first, but the idea came to us that, hey, let's <laughs> pee in those bags, tie them off, and hurl them out into the street and watch them pop. Yeah. And I was in this thing where I was recording everything on my camera because I had a video camera all yep, the time. I remember that. <clears throat> so I had that and I was recording it, but uh, my battery was dead, so I was plugged into the wall. So I was like right <laughs> at the threshold of the front the door, door and yeah. I couldn't get out there. And um, so Corey took his, hurled it, and it exploded. That was great. Bubba, you took yours, threw it, and exploded. That was great. And I'm like, I can't leave the camera. And you just volunteered. Okay, I'll throw yours. So he took mine, hurled it out in the street from the porch, and it lands and it didn't pop. He goes, picks it up again, hurls it down the street, and lands and still doesn't pop. Yeah. So he goes and gets it again, turns around, and this time he's facing into the wind. Like an idiot. And he throws it, and it pops in midair and just catches that wind and just rains, rains back down on Like fallout kind of, <laughs> you know. Post-apocalyptic. So, yeah. so he's covered in this biohazard and <laughs> yeah. uh, runs into the house and just dives into Corey's shower and oh, stays man. in there for about an hour. I was in there for a while. <laughs> I really just didn't want to be patient zero after that. Right, so, you yeah. know, you don't... You had no idea what kind of diseases I had. No. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, that was a good time. You hear that it's sterile, but you just don't know. But that's just like a, that's a quintessential that was, teenage boy story. Yeah. Like, you ain't going to hear that anywhere else. Nobody else on the planet has ever gotten peed on by pee rain from a newspaper bag you threw in the air. <laughs> Definitely a one-of-a-kind <laughs> one story. Yeah. Oh. Well, thanks for sharing that, Matt. I, yeah, I really, bro, I'm glad that I showed up today. Story. 
to it all the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that you did mention that on the, I'm pretty sure. the BRVP. I might, have said, I might have said it twice, but I don't know. Yeah. Sure. I, again, I tell But it. still, a good story. And you know what? <laughs> hey, man. You only have so many. You only get one of... childhood, man. You got you to gotta live it. Oh, man. Thank <sighs> God. All right, so. Well, let's, let's move with, forward. With that, let's uh, hit the music. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stalkup, community nerd for Love Thy Nerd, and I'm here with my boy, Matt Coker. And Matt, say hey, man. How's it going, guys? Glad to be here in the nerd zone. Matt, that's not a bad name for that, the nerd zone. <laughs> We've been kind of trying to wonder what we call it. Nerd zone's good. I might steal that. Uh, me- mental note. Um, but uh, need royalties. Matt is not just my buddy. And if you listen to the first half of this part, podcast, and also if you listen to the first first half of the podcast. <laughs> first third, second yeah, third. Yeah, this is the third half of the podcast. Um, <laughs> Matt and I go way back. But not just that. You are the ministry, ministry director and founder for the Back Row Baptist. Yes. Back Row Baptist. Uh, a very weird kind of ministry. It really is. Yeah, I'll, I'll but like good weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It just I don't really know how to describe it other than that. It's so weird. I'll let you ask the questions, but but it's uh, it's fun. I know that. Yeah. That so fun. so before we get into all that, I just want to introduce who we have here. And you know, in case you skip forward or whatever. Um, but we we usually do this thing here on Free Play where we just want to talk about hey, what have you been playing? Lately, and um, you know, Matt, we've never had you on the podcast, so you have a a lifetime's worth of games to talk about. But let's let's focus on right now. Like, okay. what, are you, what are you playing now? Well, the most I, I'm I'm into video games, but I am not so much into the Call of Duty or the dude. That's okay. The big campaign, Legend of Zelda's, and stuff like that. I've never really that one is that. less okay. <laughs> I'd throw that out there just yeah. for you. Uh, no, I've I've always been and still continue to be, even as I get older and older, uh, into like Mario-based games, really fun family games. But Mario Odyssey was the, is the most recent game that I've I've uh, played, and gosh, gosh dang, <laughs> shoot out that game is insanely good. Yeah, uh, you know I've played you know Super Mario sixty four was the Mario game. I mean. Hardly anything beat Was that, that the one that had, had the that top the, spot for you until this yes, Odyssey? Yes, with Mario, anyway. Okay. Um, Super Mario 64 was the quintessential first 3D Mario game, and they did so good with that game. And then Super Mario Sunshine came out, and you're wearing that water pack, and you're having to fight goo everywhere. I'm like, this is the dumbest. You didn't like that? I hated oh, that man. game. Did you like that I game? I love that game. I hated yeah. it so much. I got halfway through it. I'm like, this is... <laughs> I don't even, I have no desire to finish this game. Um, and then Super Mario Galaxy. Did you like Galaxy? I liked it. I just, <clears throat> I don't know. The The play mechanic was weird, and I never really got used to it. With the stars and the With the stars the and with the, and everything was in a, 
circle. Oh, you're orbiting around yeah. all the, the planets when you're running, and just you know, I was always running one direction, and suddenly I'm running another direction, but I didn't move the pad. I'm like, this is so weird. It's yeah, like, take it, that it didn't flat feel, earthers. It did. Yeah, it didn't really. <laughs> it did. Isn't it sad that most flat earthers are Christians? <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, they say they're Christians. Right. That's not. It didn't. It didn't feel intuitive. The right kind of intuitive to me. I played it. I. I I think I beat it. I'm pretty sure I beat it. Yeah, I did. They came out with a second one, yeah. didn't they? I never even got to play that one. That one's way that was on... more highly acclaimed than the first. Is it better? Oh, yeah. Now, that was on the Wii U, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Ooh. No, I think it came out on the Wii. Did it come out on the Wii? Yeah. I, 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 took a, I took a big break from video games for a long time, and I skipped the whole Wii U generation. And I guess I had already taken that break before that came out. So I missed that one completely, and sadly... Uh, the Switch isn't backwards compatible, but if it ever comes, uh, I'll play that. Nintendo, but, if you're listening. But, gosh dang. <laughs> Still. Yeah. Mario Odyssey just killed it. It knocked it out of the park. Um, How far did you get? Like, you say you beat it, but what does that mean? <clears throat> I beat the first, you know, the first goal, which okay. is just beating Bowser, right. you know, at the thing. Uh, I've gotten to Dark Side, the Dark Side of the Moon, beat that. And I am in the darker side area right now. Okay. I have not beaten that. I'm trying almost every it's day. it's impossible. It is so dang hard. And there's no save points. None. You go all the way back, not even to the beginning of where you went down the tube. You go all the way back to the very beginning of the stage. So, yeah, I haven't beaten that yet. Um, that's the next hurdle. And then the hurdle after that is hitting 880 uh, moons. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna hit the moons first. Think so? Because <laughs> I'm not sure I'll ever beat the uh, darker side thing, but I'm trying. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Did you get all thing. the outfits? Um, I think I'm like two or three shy. And those are the new ones, like they keep releasing. Well, I know, new yeah, they outfits. keep coming with the new ones. I got time. I got all the new ones, but I think I, I think the only one I'm, I might just be one shy. I think the only one I'm missing is the. Uh, Silver Mario. Oh, okay. Which is like the Nintendo yeah. 64 Metal version. Metal Mario. Metal yeah, Mario, yeah. I think so you got the invisible one. suit? Oh, no, I don't have that one. Okay. okay, that's the second one. All right. So those two are what I'm missing. Um, the last one I got was the gold the gold Mario suit. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I've been playing. The other thing that I tried to play, uh, which is just yesterday, uh, the first thing I actually downloaded onto the Switch instead of bought the actual cartridge. Okay. I downloaded WWE 2K18. With the all the extra packs of so the deluxe edition. Oh, with, so you paid the, the eight hundred thirty thousand yeah, dollars. I paid the, the... ninety four sixty oh, at the end. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm so excited. I know the reviews have been horrible for the Wii, <laughs> for the the Nintendo version. Yeah, but I'm like, man, the last WWE game I played was on the on the uh, six or was on the Xbox. That's what. Oh, it was. okay, raw it's on the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Raw. Uh, and I'm like, it's it's got to be at least that good, right? So as long as it's better than that. Yeah. At this point, I'm playing, and uh, the first the first match I play is, is Triple H versus uh, Enzo Amore, just because I want to see how they did the <laughs> Enzo Amore entrance. Yeah. Uh, I don't condone Enzo Amore, <laughs> anyone who's familiar with that situation. But I want to see if they did the whole, he, ta- he talks, trash talks as he's walking in. Yeah. So they're coming down doing the entrance thing, and Triple H's thing is so dang slow. It takes five minutes for yeah. him to get in there. And uh, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get to Enzo Amore. And his music comes on, and he starts talking, but his character hasn't gotten to that point yet. <laughs> and so he's already done talking, and then he puts the mic up to his mouth, and they're Perfect. walking down and just you know mouthing everything. There's no words coming out. I'm like, okay, that doesn't bode well. 
Uh, the match starts, and I'm Triple H, because I'm going to beat up Enzo Amore, because again, don't condone. Um, <laughs> the match starts, I, I'm getting there, I'm trying to figure out the controls, because I didn't look at any uh, instructions of what, what is what, so I'm just figuring it out as I play, and I get about five minutes into the match, and it freezes. Cool. Crowd noise is still going on. I can get to the home menu, but when it comes to playing the game, nothing. Soft block. Can't do nothing. Nice. So shut it off, bring it back up, try again. Five minutes in again, freezes again. I'm like, dang it. So I uh, check for corrupted data. Nothing. That took a look. By the way, the download for that is 21.8 gigabytes. Because reasons. And I have fiber internet. Uh, and even with the little bit of slowdown, it'll be over Wi-Fi. Yeah. It still took like three hours That's bananas, to download. Dude. Anyway, so I I, uh, I try to check for corrupted data. There's nothing found. So I'm like, well, okay. So I deleted it and re-downloaded it. So this is, again, this is a whole day affair. Yeah. It's happening three hours later. Try again. Exact same thing happens. I'm like, oh, man. So... Did you get on the forums? <clears throat> I got on the forums. I'm not finding any answers. A lot of people saying the same garbage. I'm like, well, I'm not peeing away 95 bucks. Right. So I uh, I look up on their support. How do I get a refund for a downloaded thing? And it doesn't all, – all the information it gives you online is we don't give refunds for mistaken purchases. And I'm like, okay, well, this wasn't a mistake. I meant to buy it, but it don't work. Uh, so I have to call up. I have to call up a really nice guy named Steven on their support line. Shout uh, out, Steven. Steven, really good. Long time listener. And, and uh, he walks me through this, and he's like, "So n- normally we don't give refunds for downloaded content, but uh, they don't normally advertise on the game that you're not going to be able to play it. <laughs> so uh, I believe you, and I agree with you that this is a bad situation. So I'm gonna." I'm going to I'm going to agree that we should give you a refund. However, since you bought the the deluxe edition, that's above the amount of money I'm allowed to approve. <laughs> so we have to kick you up to a higher manager. Yeah, let me get Trump on the You'll phone. You'll have to we'll go through this. all this. Yeah. Have to go through all this again uh, and see if they agree too. So I was on the phone for a while. Everything went smoothly though. I mean, they, and they they all agreed, and eventually this agreed. Yeah, we'll do it this one time and give you your money back. And I said, I promise, I'll I'll go try and buy the hard copy. Maybe that'll work with the money. Uh, <laughs> just try to give me my money, yeah. please. Uh, my wife will kill me if I just uh, yeah. crapped away ninety five hundred dollars on yeah. something that I can't play. Uh, yeah. Also, if you don't have a micro SD card put into your Switch, that leaves you with about two point seven gigabytes left on oh the whole hard drive. Uh, so anyway, that was my latest gaming uh, fiasco, which made me sad. <laughs> As you can imagine. And I still, yeah, I, I can't, never finished a match. Can't finish a match. Tried four different times. Nope. No matches. Which kind of, you know, makes you wonder, like, like you watch all the, like, the Xavier Woods and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like on his up, up, down, up, down, up, down. And yeah. that's all they play is 2K18. Because yeah. that's kind of... Obviously, how they have to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed, they got a copy that works. <coughs> they're also not playing on the Switch; they're playing on the Xbox, right? And they've it's got stellar reviews on all the other systems. Yeah, uh, I mean, nitpicky things here and there, but but it's I think they're mostly around eight stars or whatever yeah. and other things. But the Wii is like three, four stars. A lot of complaints. Uh, it's obviously not as 
powerful of a system as the other consoles are because that's not what they were going for with Nintendo, yeah. which hasn't been what they've been doing since the Wii. Um, which is fine so long yeah. as you port it correctly. Yeah, so long as the things work. Um, <laughs> which, of course, the Nintendo actual the actual games from Nintendo work great. But this is an outside source uh, from EA who people already have a lot of problems with. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. EA, you know, it's 2K. Hmm? It's a 2K game. Yeah. EA bought 2K? Isn't that? No. Oh, who's who does 2K? Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I know they work with Gearbox and... I could have sworn it was EA. Mm-mm. No, so that's like the whole uh, oh, the football stuff and the basketball. EA, EA wasn't 2K. EA was just like 19 or you know, whatever. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah. yeah. NBA 19. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And okay. then they went away My for bad, a while. my bad, my bad. Yeah. Hey, that's I'm right, not man. not a big gamer, guys. Yeah, you, <laughs> get on my back, man. Sheesh, you're you do, grilling me in here. You do other things up. real well. A, yeah, I set you up by asking, what do you play? <laughs> <laughs> Making me look dumb. I'm here for all these nerds. So you say you have a you have a gaming group that you play with. What what are some of the the games that you guys play when you guys get together and just hang out? Uh, we we uh, you know, we typically get together and play party games. You yeah, know, like card games. Uh, I think it's just been mostly card games. We played uh, Code Names a lot. You like it this last year? I love that yeah. game. That is so much fun. Quintessential, man. Yeah. It's just classic. I don't. I mean that the the play mechanic is so unique. Uh, and, and the, it sets you up to make fun of each other the entire time. Like, how did you not get this? What, <laughs> what on earth did blue have to do with Scotland? <laughs> Why would you say that? Well, they, uh, they're, they have blue on their kilts. Yeah. What are you talking about? They've got blue in Scotland. But no, I love that game because it's a challenge. You sit there and like, I got three things left. What can I say that's going to make all these... What one word can I say that's going to connect to all these things? And, you know, it's like... And so it's like, so it's like rock, rock band, penny, and steel. Like metal, <laughs> and uh, only occasionally do uh, the rest of the team oh, yeah. figure it out. No, that's but I get so proud of myself for just coming up with something that applies to all these three things. Yeah, you know, you nailed different. it. Like, and then you get to yell at them. How could you not get that, guys? What are you dumb? You've There's been only three things life? that could possibly be metal. Uh, no, I but yeah, that's 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 been the favorite. Uh, you guys lately. might like a game, um, Mysterium. Mysterium. Yeah, How it's, does that work? it's it's kind of it has like a dungeon master uh, setup to it where one person is behind you know closed doors pretty much um, they have a, a a big thing in front of them and divider that's what I was looking for and they have a bunch of cards that they're going to hand out and they're playing the ghost and the ghost is trying to get everybody at the table to understand how they got murdered. Hmm. And so it's like it's a little bit of clue, it's a little bit of code names, it's a little bit of this. So one person doesn't talk the whole time; they're just handing out cards to different people. Yeah. And it's the same basic concept as code names: is that I'm going to give you cards, and on the cards are going to be pictures, and you have to decide: are those literal, or are they figurative, or do they mean something else? Wow. And then in front of them, they have uh, different things that they're going to put their pawn on. That my cards mean this. At the end of the round, the ghost will tell you if you are correct or incorrect. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little seancey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, a little, you know, 
little heretical. Yeah, if you can get past all that, you know, <laughs> and talking to the dead or whatever. Um, you know, but but the, the whole concept of the game is like, it's it's like, you know, like I, we were talking about Monopoly. If you play Monopoly, you need to find something else to do with your life. But like, it's the same thing. Like, if you're still playing Clue, there are other games that are better than Clue that have Clue at the core. Yeah. You know, so Codenames is say, one say of answer, them. Seance game. Seance game, yeah. What's it's that? not all the way a Ouija board. What's, um, that, what's that Brian Regan joke? We got to talk about these people that claim to talk to the dead. I mean, I don't want to step on anyone's beliefs, but, well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's pretty much that. Yeah, that's funny. Um, no, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to check that one out. Um you guys obviously play a lot of Sunday School Answers. Sunday School Answers. Gosh, that was a weird find for us. Um, the um, the guy who created it, Michael Bardenga, we've had him on our podcast uh, recently. He, uh, of course, Sunday School Answers, if you don't know, uh, is, is kind of like a Christian version of Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Uh, it's much better than Apples to Apples. By a large margin. Um, but not as nasty as Cards Against Humanity gets. By an equally large margin. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it can still get a little risque and a little uh, off-color at, at times just based on some of the combinations you can make. But uh, not super offensive. No. Not, not anything that's going to make you go, uh, this is a game of Satan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's Cards, cards Against Humanity basically in a, a Christian version. And that's that was the whole goal. He came up with that saying, you know, I really would like to play a game like this that's not so watered down like Apples to Apples is or most Christian games are. Right. Um, I would like to have fun. I'd like to be able to really laugh uh, when we're playing this and uh, feel okay about it afterward. Not want to take a shower when I get home. <laughs> um and so you know, we found that, and he had already come out with all these expansion packs and everything. He had a full, big, full set uh, game, and I think he, he said he's done creating the pa- packs oh, cool. now. But um, uh, he uh, he hooked up with us, and I don't even really remember how it started now. But what I had found was, or I had gotten hold of a copy of the game, and there was a, a joke in there, one of the blue cards, one of the you know fill-in-the-blank cards, I'm sorry, the things that you would fill the blanks in with. Um, said, God's not dead, three, in space. Yeah. And I'm like, that is my joke. <laughs> I've tweeted that joke. That is my dang joke. And come to find out, he's just, uh, he didn't really steal it from me. He came up with it on his own, too. But we had the Seems same. It's completely possible, yeah. Yeah, it's possible. But he, uh, we had the same humor as, as Back Row Baptist, which started as a Twitter account. Like four year, four or five years ago, right. uh, just making church humor, uh, Christian culture humor, um, and it's still going. By the way, at Macro Baptist on Twitter, follow me. Um, but we connected through that, and the, it's the cards are the same humor. We use the same kind of jokes, have the same kind of style. So I bought every single dang pack yeah. of that game. So I have a huge. He came out with one. Uh, he used a, a thing called the GameCrafter.com, which is kind of like a self-publishing site. For games, uh, like you would self-publish a book. Yeah. So they cost a little bit more because of that, because they're not mass-produced. They have to produce them one at a time when you order them. It takes a little bit longer to get to you. Um, but when he first started out, he was trying to make it for as cheap as possible, so he didn't have any outside packaging. It was just the cards, and they would come in this plastic baggie, uh, and that's how they would be sent to you. Um, but he came out with one that finally had a big box. So he had a small set in there. 
that came with a box. So you buy the box and then you can throw them all, all the packs in there. But um, we got hooked up and he got, he uh, had the idea of sponsoring our podcast for a while and he's still doing it. He, we, do, we did a six month deal. He sponsors uh, four episodes a month. Oh, cool. And, um, and we, of course, hype the, hype the game. We play it every now and then on the show. Yep. Um, and it's just, it's just been super fun. We, we, uh, we've gotten together at least three or four times just this year to play that with our group. Um, and it's a laugh riot every time. And uh, we bring the different packs he has. He has one pack that's called uh, Biblical. Oh, what was it called? I want to say Biblical Comparisons, but I don't think that was it. Biblical something, um, where it's just all based on you know Bible stories. Sure. Uh, and he still is able to pull that out and make it feel fresh and relevant uh, to current culture and whatnot. Um, I wish I, could, I wish I had examples ready. I could just show you. I don't. I didn't think about all that's examples. coming to mind is sexy Moses. Sexy. <laughs> that's that was from our pack. Yeah. So he uh, we we got hooked up, and one of the cool things he he, he came up with was how about y'all come up with your own uh, answers for one of these expansion packs. So he he got all the white cards, all the setup cards with the blank things, sent them to me, and I mined all of our tweets and a bunch of podcasts, and I just came up with a whole thing of all all of our own blue cards yeah and so and one of them was uh dressing up as sexy moses for yeah. halloween um you know stuff like that and which fits in almost any scenario by and the it's, way and it's so funny it wins every time um <laughs> but yeah so we have our own and uh, own it has our little podcast logo on the card and, stuff, yep. and i'm like that is so dang cool and it was really fun coming up with those and I'm sitting here thinking he's produced over like, almost like a thousand of these cards, these blue cards. I'm like, how do you do this and not repeat yourself? Or, yeah. You know, <coughs> sorry, I'm coughing here. Uh, not repeat yourself. And how do you keep coming up with new things that are still funny? And um, you know, so it it was it was fun, and it kind of got me got the bug, man. Got gave, gave me the fever of wanting to create my own stuff. Yes, you know? that is perfect yeah. segue. So yeah. like that's the whole forget about what I've been playing, who cares? Something on the Switch probably. But <laughs> I'm sorry, um, I forgot. No, what no, no, no. You're, yeah, you're you're <laughs> fine. But the the reason I wanted to talk to you specifically is you do Backrub Baptist, Baptist. You've done that forever. Uh, you know, you've it started as sarcastic tweets and then kind of moved on, kind of caught fire um, in the Really quick. That Twitter account took off really real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Um, Went to from zero to like twelve thousand in half a year uh, followers. I think we're at twenty, almost twenty eight thousand now, which isn't you know it's not gigantic, but that's huge for that's, the kind of account it is. Still a big number, a, just yeah. a, a church joke account. Yeah. yeah. So but yeah. started off as an anonymous account. You know. <laughs> yep. And uh, about a year and a half into it, I had felt God really tugging on my heart to. Uh, Share my testimony, which we will not get into on the show because <laughs> it is very long and very involved. But you can go hear it uh, somewhere on Back Row Baptist. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I know that I have a testimony that's unique in some ways, but also connecting with a lot of men and some women uh, who don't really want to talk about it. The yeah. same kind of thing that I dealt with. And so I felt I felt God was really leading me. He's like, "Look, you got like fourteen thousand people here who." Some of them need to hear this. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, dang it, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, pass. And so I fought that for a few months, and then I was like, okay. 
So I revealed who I was and with that immediately gave my testimony. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you had a few people drop off, uh, of course, but mostly I had a lot of great response from that. And since then, Back Row Baptist kind of grew into humor and healing. Yeah. So we're on, we're on both the, we want to, we want to be funny. We want to, and it's mostly poking fun at ourselves, not the rest of the world. It's mostly uh, self-deprecating uh, humor yep. uh, because we, the church, are ridiculous sometimes. Yeah, and that, yep. needs to, that needs to be made fun of. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, I mean, half my tweets are just stuff, dumb stuff that I've done, obviously, um, about me. But, you know, we grew into that. So we had the, the humor side, but then we want to focus on healing. So we, right. we started... We started a blog, which that's that's kind of gone by the wayside since the podcast has took off. But um, we did that. We started doing. Uh, I started traveling to other ministries, some celebrate recoveries, and some some uh, little conferences, and started talking there. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, my life has gotten a lot hecticer lately. Hecticer? More hectic. Yeah. No, it's more hectic. Everybody, d- uh, you don't have to worry about this podcast, man. Like. <laughs> People listen to this. Hecticer is probably right. their Twitter handle. So I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been able to, haven't been able to do much traveling lately. Uh, but that's something I hope to get back into. But uh, most of our ministry now, beyond the, the, uh, still the joking stuff, is involved with um, the podcast, where most of the time we're talking about funny stuff, but we're also talking about ways that we can do this better. Sure. As Christians, how we can better ourselves for uh, ourselves, for our family, for God, uh, how we can be better as a church culture and, you know, not be so hateful towards the rest of the world while at the same time, you know, not compromising our beliefs, yeah. you know, which is a hard line to, to the hard, hard road to toe, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But um, it's, it's been good. It's been beneficial. We've had quite a lot of people uh, who have, uh, shared with us their struggles uh you know people will just pop up in your messenger or your your twitter messages um your dms (laughs) and just pour their heart out about everything that they've dealt with out of nowhere yeah we don't ask people to do that we're like send us your testimonies or tell us how you're struggling um People just do it. Yeah. And so, of course, we pray for them. We talk to them as much as we have. I quite, I've made quite a few friends that way online. Um, but God God keeps opening the doors, honestly. It's not. It's nothing that we're really doing that's anything particularly special. But um, God's been opening the doors to help us minister to people while at the same time making them laugh and let them have fun. And that's kind of where what led to why you brought me on your yeah. show today. Uh, having fun. Uh, with uh, with Sunday School Answers, of course, like I said, I got the bug to uh, make my own game. Yeah. So I came up with uh, I I've been I've been looking at other tabletop card games, uh, and there are a few that are similar to the game that I came up with. So I I, I did steal some play mechanics uh, for this Christian game. I'm not going to lie. Welcome and, to and, uh, the world of right, game design. Right. And uh, so I I will give credit where it's due um, when we talk about it, but. Uh, I, I wanted to come up with a game that was all about uh, self-deprecation. Yeah. And I know that doesn't sound like a great fun party game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I came up with was called Judge Not. 
based on that often misunderstood Bible verse. Uh, <laughs> the tagline is a, a Christian game of specs and planks, where essentially what we're doing is pointing out other people's flaws. Right. So uh, can I just tell you how it works? Is that is that what we're going to do? Yeah, we're man. I, I, the whole reason, I mean, we're man, we are all over the map, and I love it. I love so much <laughs> about it. <laughs> this is not your typical podcast. The whole th- it really is not. Uh, the whole thing here is that guys, Matt makes games. Um, in all of the other things that he does, uh, you do you do music, you do uh, you know ministry stuff, podcasts. Really, what the thing that I love about you so much is that if you want to do something, you don't ask questions. You just do that thing. <laughs> like let's do it, whatever. And a Roll lot of us sleeves. a lot of us have reservations about that because mm. who doesn't want to make a cool card game or a cool right. uh, board game or a game that other people would look at and go, that looks like fun. I want to play that. You know, maybe you're not taking it to conventions and stuff like that. But yeah, sure. you're you're creating a product. You're creating an experience that other people can can have and enjoy. Yeah. And I want you just to tell us about t- tell us the games that you've done. Maybe a, a quick synopsis of those games, and then just what is the process from A to B? Like, wh- okay, yeah. Wh- what did you push aside that would normally keep people from making games? Right, I got you. Um, well, my whole idea, uh, based on what Michael's idea was, is I want to make games that Christians like me can play. There are plenty of Christian board games out there that are just cheesy and bland as. Oh, uh, yeah. Bible trivia. Mild, mild cheddar. <laughs> Bible um, trivia. Yeah, Bible, they, yeah, they're all Bible trivia-based. Bi- biblical trivial pursuit. That just make you feel real dumb. Bible baseball. Get right, and you don't get them right. Was Paul left-handed uh, or right-handed? Like, <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I find it lacking, and I think it's because we were talking about main game-producing companies and whatnot. I think it's because these kind of companies don't want to take risks on things that might offend somebody. Sure. Which our games might. In fact, they're kind of yeah, they're, designed. they're kind of designed to offend you a little bit uh, <laughs> yeah. because that's how you get out of your comfort zone and that's how you learn to be real with people and with we, with each other. We wear too many masks as Christians. Sure. And this is one way to help us take off that mask and and be a little bit more vulnerable with our church family, quote unquote, that we're supposed to be connected with. Uh, so Judge Not was the first thing that we came up with. And uh, with this game, it, it comes with... Uh, you can play up with 10 people, everybody gets a number, and there's one judge card, and that judge, whoever who's the judge, goes around with every turn. But uh, you read an offense card. And so one of the, offense, one of the offenses was, uh, who's, who's actually watching Deadpool when they said they were going to a Bible study? Yeah. Or something like that. Because Deadpool was decried by Christians. We definitely can't <laughs> watch that movie. Uh, I watched a PG-13 cut of that How movie? short was that movie? I <laughs> know that's what it was. Was that twelve minutes long? <laughs> it was, it was, I mean, it was definitely Just shorter. The title and then the credits, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but dead was you know a sleep pool. <laughs> oh man, pool uh, with with a full body swimsuit <laughs> yeah. on. Um, but <clears throat> I lost where I was going. Now. Judge not. You were judge not. Judge there not. we go. Yeah. We were talking about games. So one of the one of the offenses. Watching Deadpool when they said they were going to a Bible study. And so what you do is the judge basically asks the rest of the group, the jury, who here at the table is most likely to have committed this offense? And so everybody plays their number card corresponding with who they're voting for. Judge tallies up the votes. Whoever gets the most votes, uh, everybody who voted for that person gets a point. 
So uh, that play mechanic does exist in games like, I think it's called the voting game. Sure. And uh, there's a game called Most Likely To. So we see a little bit of play mechanics for both of those. The, the extra mechanic in our game is the ability to object. Everybody gets an objection card. So okay. they feel like, hey, uh, this isn't me. I'm not the one most likely to do this thing. You can play your objection card. And you have to then come up with a spiel about why not only I'm not the person guilty of this, someone else, specifically someone else at the table, is much more likely to have done this than me. And so that's where we get into this whole, you know, we're pointing out other people's flaws, we're telling old stories and old jokes and whatever becomes a very communal thing. And then the judge gets to decide if they overturn it. Or whatnot. And uh, if you successfully object and the judge agrees with you, then you get to take all the points that everybody else was going to get. So that's the incentive to object. But you only get to do it once in a game. <clears throat> so that's that's been a we played that the last couple times that we've gotten together. And I honestly was scared. So I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be fun. Yeah. I, I didn't do any beta testing you before play this. Test it, you didn't do nothing. I just, you know, I'm like, I already sold some before we even <laughs> got around to playing in a full group. I'm like, I really hope this is fun. I love it. Really hope this didn't waste yeah. my last two months writing all this stuff So there stuff are some up. of those barriers we were talking about that yeah. might keep other people Fear, from yeah, making absolutely. games. Um, Playtesting. But gosh, know. it was great. Um, and we just, we just had a ball. Uh, and of course, there's a lot of eye rolling and a lot of, I can't believe it, and a lot of voting for yourself because you know this is talking about you. And, you know, it's... it's uh, Sounds like a really fun game to play in a familiar group. Yes. This isn't a game you're going to want to play with strangers. This is definitely a game you're going to want to play with your your church family, your friends. Um, but, yeah, it's it's uh, it's good. Got a couple uh, expansion packs in mind that we're going to get to here in the in the near future. Nice. But, but uh, that was our first game. Uh, the second one that we came up with was actually Megan's idea. Again, uh, she's my co-host on the podcast. Um, we, we had a, uh, a YouTube show. We just we just decided to do a little fun YouTube show based on challenges like a lot of these do. Sure, uh, kind of like GMM, Good Mythical yeah, Morning, yeah. stuff like that. Um, and uh, so we did like thirteen, I think thirteen episodes. Uh, we might do some more, but <coughs> about halfway through them, we decided we were going to add a punishment wheel, which I think we got from Team Edge. Uh, <laughs> is so whoever lost the game, you got to spin this punishment wheel and do the punishment, and some of it's like. Uh, some of it was easy stuff like pick a random bean boozle jelly bean yep. and eat that. Uh, some of us put hot sauce on an Oreo and eat that. Um, get shot in the face with a water cannon, you know, sure. those kind of things. Yeah. And she said, you know, uh, we were talking about Judge Not, and she said, you know, you should have punishments in the game. I'm like, that sounds great. Uh, and they were like, no, 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 no. We should make an addition to every game. So we came up with the punishment deck. It's not a game in and of itself. It's what you add to whatever game you're playing uh, as incentive not to lose. (laughs) Because if you're the loser, if you have the least amount of points or you lose a round, however you want to do it, uh, you have to draw a card from this deck of 52 punishments. Some of them range from very easy stuff uh, to like uh, the winner gets to put on a blindfold and put makeup on your face, uh, 60 seconds to do whatever, and you have to leave it on the rest of the night. (laughs) Um, to kind of gross stuff, like uh, my favorite, to say mystery squirt, (laughs) where you you have to put on a blindfold and the winner gets to go into the fridge and pull out any condiment or anything that'll squirt 
and squirt it into your mouth and you have to just sit there. <laughs> I don't know what's coming. And, yeah. uh, or, um, toilet snack. Oh yeah. That's you gotta, classic. Where you got to eat a sheet of toilet paper. Yep. And yeah, it's clean. It's not going to hurt you any, but the, just the thought of it <laughs> says with the utmost confidence. <laughs> well, I'm, he did learn that when you flush a toilet, anything within six feet of that flush gets, gets covered pooped in poop. Yep. But you know what? That's uh, the risk you play. Uh, but you know, we have a bunch, bunch of stuff like that. And then we have, um, Within within that deck, there are also some uh, extra cards like uh, Facebook it. Oh yeah, where you draw that and then you have to draw another card, which is the punishment. But with that card, the Facebook addendum, everybody who wants to gets to Facebook live it while it's happening. Oh yeah, or take pictures and put it online or whatever. You you don't get the the courtesy of privacy while you're oh, having man. this happen to you. What and a the other time ones, to be alive. And other ones are like reverse it. And you get to give the punishment to anybody else that you want to. You get to punish someone else. There's only like two of those in the deck. But uh, we had that in our punishment wheel as reverse. And that was the ongoing thing is that every time I lost a game, I would spin that wheel and it would always hit reverse. reverse and Mo, yeah. t- Mo, Mo took all but one, <laughs> I think, of the punishments, even though we won uh, the equal amount, it seems like. But uh, yeah, so we're like, that, I mean, that will work with almost anything Any out game. there. Yeah, because the beauty of it, right, <laughs> is that like whoever is playing the game, you decide when that comes up. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the punishment if you're playing a, a tabletop role playing game? If you if you fail an attack, maybe you draw a punishment card, or you know, whatever. You know, it's like it doesn't have to be just you know, uh, you know, n- mainstream games like. Yeah. You lose Monopoly or whatever, right. but it's like... But it still will work for that. Scenario you do truth with, or dare. Yeah. Use that as all the dares. Yeah. You know, it can be, it really can be any kind Anything. of game, any kind of party thing. Um, another one of my favorite ones is called Mystery Sandwich, oh where everybody who's playing the game gets to build a sandwich. Everyone gets to put a piece of something inside the bread. It doesn't matter what it is, and you have to take a big <laughs> bite out of it. There's really, those, all this is is a just, lot of those food gross out ones. This, this whole deck is just <laughs> proof that Matt grew up in a youth group. Like that's all it is. Oh yeah, that that was inspired by the uh, the the uh, shake that you had to drink at oh one of our God. disciple nows with pig's feet, green ketchup, yeah. uh, all kinds of oh, nasty yeah. stuff. And that was so sad because you you drank that, and then we had like this catered meal afterwards that was basically <sighs> Thanksgiving dinner. Didn't get to enjoy. And you that. didn't get to eat anything. <sighs> No, I had my full already. <laughs> Thanks, I'm full, guys. I'm full of pureed pig's feet. Ate before I came. Oh, uh, that's funny. Well, let's talk about this one. Yeah, the, the latest one. I got a copy of it right here. <coughs> that's how you show the podcast that you have it. You shake the box. The latest one is actually the official game for Backrow Baptist. Backrow Baptist, the yeah, game. Yeah, Backrow Baptist, the game. It's got our... our uh, logo, our colors, our photos, everything. There's only one seat left in the back row. Who's going to get to it first? So this is what you were talking about. You said, you know, who hasn't had the idea of coming up with a game? Well, since I was a kid, I thought, man, I'd love to make a board game. Just a classic, roll the dice, you know, there's chance card type things in there, kind of board game. Yeah. So what I did here was uh, in the bo- on the board there, there's basically a bird's eye view of a sanctuary, a church sanctuary. There's a bunch of people. The art is not spectacular. I thought it was Highland. Is it Highland? It's kind of, it's almost yeah. Highland, yeah. It's got a lot of seats, but I mean, like, when you... <laughs> the uh, the art isn't fantastic. I'm not a great drawer, but the the game comes along. I think the word is drawerist. Drawerist? Yeah. Not a good uh, art man. Um, <laughs> but the, the basic premise is this. You and up to five of your friends uh, are 
standing at the front of the sanctuary. The front row is all empty except for that one person that always sits in the front row. Right. Um, but there is one seat left in the very back row, and y'all all want to sit there. And so... Yeah, just to be clear, it's there's not just one seat left in the sanctuary. There's one right. in the back row. So what you're doing is you're hopping through all the empty seats and through the aisles and following this path to to uh, not jump over the people that are already there and the people that are talking in the aisles, and you're avoiding the persnickety deacons that are going to get on your case. So uh, how of which starts, there are cards, right? Yeah. So how it starts is you roll the uh, the letter dice, the bigger die that um, it has. It has uh, two options with, uh, I think it's just two. It's got a W and a D. Oh, it's got three. That's right. W, D, and then a plus three and a plus one. Unless I didn't put that together correctly, which is pretty. Okay, yeah. There's two two plus ones uh, and then a plus three, which if you roll those, you get to roll the normal die after that and just add that to the number that you roll. There's two W's, which are the wisdom cards. Now, this this is the classic kind of Christian game with uh, trivia. And okay. there are Bible trivia in there, ranging from novice stuff all the way to, like, you have to have graduated seminary to get this. But with those ones, the harder it is, the more uh, spaces you earn from it. Like a typical card, you don't earn any uh, extra spaces. You just... It just allows you to roll if you answer it correctly. Right. Um, but some of the harder ones, you get like a plus three or a plus five on there. <coughs> but oh uh, yeah, you can, I just I just opened it up. You got one of my favorite games that you guys have ever played. I yeah. tried to play this before. <laughs> Joel Osteen or Fortune Cookie. Yeah. In addition, yeah. Go ahead and read what it says. Yeah. So so it says here it says before they roll a number, you play the game Joel Osteen or Fortune Cookie, which is just a trivia. So you have to decide whether or not this was a Joel Osteen quote. Or did this come from a fortune cookie? And I'll be danged if this ain't the hardest game you've ever played. <laughs> um, so this one here says, to affirm is to make firm. <laughs> so if correct, let them roll. If incorrect, they lose their turn. So obviously, obviously, guys, that one was a fortune cookie. Obviously. <laughs> so that was like the, that was the, the seminary, <coughs> that was the seminary level question that no, you were talking they're, about. They're tip, just typical Questions. The other cards that we have besides the typical trivia questions are those. We have Joel Osteen or Fortune Cookie, which is a game that we play a lot on the podcast. It's our favorite game, actually. Um, there is Bible or not Bible. You play that a lot. Which too. Are, we play that a lot yeah. too. Those are those are questions that will either give you a, a Bible verse or there's a quote that really sounds like a Bible verse, but it'll turn out to be like from The Matrix or Fifty Cent or something like that. Oh, here you go. Here's one of your seminary level ones. Like what animal is Israel described in Hosea 7? <laughs> Obviously, it's a silly dove. That one's a free silly one. Dove. So when you play, you'll have that one in the bank. <laughs> um, and then what's the other game? Oh, the other game is Who Am I? And so it, it gives you like a little characteristic, and you just got to guess the character from the Bible. Uh, some of those are hard. Some of those are easy. Um <clears throat> So this anyway. is definitely a game that you would play. We we're talking about with the other one. When would you play? Um, you know, judge not. Yeah. This one you would play with your Christian friends. Absolutely. Um, but then on the dice, the letter die, the other letter, uh, which is the the best mechanic of the game in my opinion, is the D, which is deacon card. You have to draw a deacon card. So there's only one. You know, one of the six sides has that. So you don't have a big chance of getting it. But every now and then, a deacon's going to catch you. Pew hopping. Deacon spotted your new tattoo. No roll. Back one space. <laughs> Perfect. Most of them are detrimental. 
Uh, a few of them are good. Uh, a few of them uh, cause you to swap spaces with someone else on the. Ooh. Yeah, which can be very beneficial, especially if you're just playing one on one and you're way behind. Like my wife and I did when we played it first, and I was like 20 spaces ahead of her, and she pulled that mess on me, yeah. and then I just got stuck. Thanks a lot, shoots and ladders. <coughs> but uh, it's not—it's nothing new, man. It's nothing special. Yeah. It's just a classic style trivia board game for snarky Christians that with like a, to have with fun. A twist. Yeah, I mean it's got that it's got that twist and it's definitely in my opinion a lot more fun than your typical Christian trivia based game. Just reading the um, cards I can agree with you. <laughs> well, I mean but the thing of it is is that you had an idea. You yeah. had something that you wanted to do. I I don't know that you necessarily knew exactly how to get there, right, but you said I want to do this thing and then you did it. So like what do you how do you do that? How do you get from A to B? In a situation where you want to make a game. <laughs> well, um, you know, like I said, I had got inspired by Michael Mordanga's uh, Sunday School Answers. Uh, and he had told me a little more about what the Game Crafter does. Gamecrafter.com. Thegamecrafter.com. Uh, and how, how that works. And and they they exist for that specific purpose. They know that there are a lot of great games out there that people want to make. But they are never going to ever even be able to be in the same room uh, as... Milton Bradley or whatever else to, to pitch it to them. And even if they were, they knew that there's not this 90% of America is going to want to play this, which is kind of what they go for now. Um, because board games were on the way out. Sure. And typically the stuff that you find, uh, yeah. that you found at Walmart for the last, whatever, that's not selling all that well. Right. But, um, you know, they knew that this, this niche was out there and they also knew that well, you, you brought up Kickstarter and there are a lot of people that are getting funded for Kickstarter for these games. But they also knew there are a lot of people out there that aren't going to have that kind of reach. Uh, it's it's going to they don't even have money to you know advertise. Hey, we need help for this sure. kind of thing. So where does that person who has nowhere to start go? And that's kind of where they've picked up the ball. So hey, you come here. We got all these all these pieces, all these elements, everything that you could want to create this game. And a lot of a lot of people come up with these massive tabletop campaign games and, yeah. and you know it's very impressive um, but uh, they give you they give you the templates they kind of tell you how to put this stuff together and then they let you build it and submit it yourself and, and there's a lot of a lot of uh, proofing and checking and all that involved it's a big process but you know I was just I had that urge man I'm like man I want to play game more games like Sunday school answers Um these can be fun. These can be funny. I know we can be funny as Christians because I've done this with Back Row Baptist for the last yeah. few years. I'm like, I can do this. I was sure of it at that point. <laughs> I'm like, I can do this. If I can't, that's fine. It's not going to cost me anything because it's, you know, it's free. You don't have to sign up and oh, pay no anything. Fee? No. The only, wow. thing that's, only thing that you're paying for is you have to buy a copy and check it out first before you can publish it. Really? And that's it. Um, and you're buying it at a cost. So you're at, the, you're, at, you're at the cost of a game. Right. And so um, it's it's just really a wonderful setup that they have going over there. And uh, I'm like, with this, with this tool, that gave me enough gumption of, okay, it's worth it to give it a shot. You know, huh. it's worth it to try. And um, so I, I, I followed the same pattern as Sunday School Answers as I did with Judge Knot, which was the first game. Yeah. And, you know, I pulled up an Excel spreadsheet and just started writing – every line, a different card, uh, until I had uh, way too many, 
<laughs> and then I cut it down to the amount that I can have. Because uh, what's good is they also tell you like how many cards will fit in this kind of box and this oh, okay. kind of box and this cool. kind of box. So it's neat like that. And um, <clears throat> uh, I did that. I did some very simple design elements because that's kind of how these card games go. Simpler looking, the better. It yeah. seems to be cleaner and more appealing that way. Uh, and uh, they have it all set up for you, man, on the website. You you uh, you go in and you're like, all right, I'm going to make a deck. Here's the back of the card image. And then you upload all the front images, and it goes through there. You proof them all real quick. The system's very intuitive, huh. very easy, and uh, they uh, they print it up for you. It uh, takes a while, like I said, because it's not mass produced, you know. So how long does it usually take to get your first game? I think it takes. I think the first one took like three weeks, and just depending on how many are being purchased at the time, it gives you a little cue of where you're at in the queue. And, sure. Um, how many games from the Game Crafter are being made? Is that what you're saying? Or how many of your game? Like where you are in the queue? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, games being made, period. Got it. Yeah, so so usually when you buy one, you're in like 7,000th place. Got it. So you got a while to wait. <laughs> but uh, once it gets there, man, when that first game came, I was so proud. Like my like my yeah. third like my third child was born. <laughs> like golly, this looks so dang good. I never could have done this on my own. Yeah, man. And uh, and so I didn't even wait for that to see if that was going to be popular or nothing. I just, just immediately wait. started making the punishment deck. And as soon as that was on, I immediately started working on this. This one took the longest, the board game. Yeah, I would imagine so. Because you got to come up, you got to find. Uh, Royalty-free images that you can use because I didn't have the uh, the skill to draw this entire board. Yeah. Uh, so I came up with some royalty-free images, and you can kind of tell those when you look really hard. The, <laughs> the pews aren't really pew chairs. They're like armchairs that I've squished together into rows to make it look like pews. Uh, and, the, and the people on there are just very simple, drawn, bird's-eye view people. Um, but that's not the important part. The important no. part is having fun. Yeah. <laughs> I did have like a church carpet sample design on the bottom, which I, I was proud of. Um, but no, just putting it together, uh, that, I mean, that was the most fun. Because uh, you got to come up, you got to figure out how that works. Yeah. Because uh, with with a typical classic board game, you can just draw a path, you know. Sure. And you just follow that path like life. You know, you got all those just a step and just yep. keep going in that direction. Well, this is a grid of chairs that I got to create a path in. So that kind of gave me a little bit of pause. Like, how am I going to do this? So like each chair is a space, but I had to like form a like little white dot kind of thing with arrows showing yeah. you which direction to go so you don't get lost. But you weave in and out of these people and you go all, almost all the way to the back and then you got to weave all the way up to the front again and then yeah. all the way to the back. All told, there's like 140 spaces you got to get through to get to the end. Um, but... Just just having to come up with that, having to sit there, like I said, it took me like three months of some solid work of doing that, and then coming up with the wisdom cards, which took a long time. Actually, I made far too many of those. I made double what's actually in the game. Nice. And I'm like, oh, man, I put it all in there, and it made the game cost like 60 bucks. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm no like, oh, no, no, that's too much. So I cut half the cards. And I'm going to release those as pack two okay. of the wisdom cards, and it'll have a few new deacon cards in there too. You can add to your game. I'll release those here, uh, maybe in a few months, um, for anyone that has bought the game. Which this has been our best selling game so far. That's um, cool. Which yeah, I love it. I love that people were excited about it as as excited about it as we were. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, I had never, I had always thought, like you said, I had always thought about, man, it'd be cool to have a game like this or make our own game. Yeah. Uh, several different times in my life and not always about Christian stuff, but you know, it'd be cool to make your own game, you know, do this. But I had never thought that that could be a reality. And that's why I love living in the time that we're living in now, that everything can be a reality. And it usually is within a year. Yeah. So, uh, as soon, as soon as, uh, Judge Not came in the mail. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make a lot of these things. So, uh, yeah, I, I just kept going. We kept working. I don't, I don't honestly care if they sell at all. The fact that I have them and that I can play them and that they're fun yeah. to me is enough for me. But the fact that they do sell a little bit makes me really happy, yeah. too. Um, we have a couple more in the works, too. You might be planning to ask me that later. But, uh, <laughs> I'm going to try not to because I, I don't want to spoil the surprise. <clears throat> I'm hard. I, 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 I'm a bad guest on a podcast because I, <laughs> I host one and it's hard for me to not want to take over as host and I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You're doing great because uh, like, that's the whole reason is, and I think you hit on it. I think you did it. Is like, what, what, are the, what are the things that might stand in your way? And your answer was nothing. Yeah. Like that's nothing me. Now. That's you're right. It's, Everything that would stand in your way no longer has to. You, for you to say the only thing that only you don't thing have to really, pay. Yeah. There's no upfront cost. Yeah, no upfront cost. Um, you do have to be a little bit good at, at design work, and you know I just use GIMP. You know, it's not you know free Photoshop pretty sure. much. It's not that difficult. Uh, and again, as I said, most games nowadays, sim- the simpler the design, the better, the more appealing, um, and. The only other thing that really stands in your way is just your own self-consciousness. Yeah. You know, and uh, putting yourself out there, which is, I know, hard for a lot of people to do. It's hard for me to do for most of my life. Um, but just just having the boldness to say, let's give it a try. You know, you could come up with something really cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that's the only thing I'm, I'm hoping with. Um, we do The next one that's coming out, which actually I should be getting my proof of it, uh, this week is a complete ripoff, uh, and I'll just I'll just be totally upfront with that. It's a complete ripoff, and uh, I know I'm going to be told it's a complete ripoff, and I understand that. It's a parody of a very popular card game that is just for Christ, you know, just based on Christian answers in here, which uh, I know he hasn't released a, a he's released a thousand, I don't remember his name now. He's released a thousand expansion packs, but uh, to the best of my Google searching, none of them are Christian in nature, biblical or anything like that. Yeah. So I'm basically adding this, which you could add to his game and it would be no problem. The game uh, that came out is called Super Fight. Oh, you heard yeah. of Super Fight? Hey, yeah. yeah, where you build it, you build your own fighter pretty Playing much. Super Fight, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's 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 a brilliant game. It's super popular online. There are seriously like fifty expansion packs that go with it. Sure. So I'm just like they're at all the conventions. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, it's, that's one of the Kickstarter super success stories. <coughs> and uh, so I I'm like let's let's make let's make the Christian version of this. People can add it to their normal thing because uh, you don't have to. It's not like Cards Against Humanity where it's super gross. They have a couple that are adult sure. rated, a couple sure. expansion packs. But, um, you know, this is something that everybody could play. So, like, yeah, Christian friends, add that into the mix. Right. This is kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, kind of along the lines of all those ripoffs of Cards Against Humanity. Like Absolutely. Crabs Against Decency or whatever yeah. they come out with. Well, it's, it's more of a mechanic <laughs> than Yeah, the anything. mechanic itself. Yeah. So um, we're, we're calling it Church Kerfuffle because <laughs> we don't fight in church. <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> but you know, I have I have things like you know characters like you know the Pope, uh, a uh, um, oh god, what's the name? Willie Robinson with oh with yeah. three fifty foot ducks, <laughs> uh, Franklin Graham's head on a robot body, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, Michael Mike, Michael Tate with five holographic Michael Tate band members, um, you know, just all this kind of weird weird characters. But then you have the typical fun attributes, like he's ten feet tall. Yeah, or, um, has a uh, I think the, I tried to come up with some that were specific to other characters too sure. that can mix up. So I think it was a duck call uh, that summons uh, all the ducks in a fifty mile radius, and they're super angry. <laughs> you know, some just dumb things like that. But you basically, it's an attribute or a weapon that they have, and you get to pick two of those. Yeah. So you build a fighter, pretty much. So we're building in church kerfuffle. We build a, a kerfuffler, who uh, <laughs> who gets to settle your church disputes. Um, and uh, you can. It's basically just you pit two people at the table against each other. Yeah. And. Uh, the rest of the table gets to decide, decide who, who wins, who wins yeah. and whoever wins gets to stay and they keep their fighter and the next challenger comes up and builds their fighter and That's just, you know, whoever. but yeah it's it's total ripoff but it's going to be fun uh this christian version uh but we have another one that's a completely uh new game coming out and i'm not going to mention anything about that because i'm still designing it but i'm very very excited about it and i can already see this might be this might be our game. That might be it. Yeah, this might be the the one that really takes off. So I'm hoping it will be. Um, <coughs> well, I think it's beautiful that you're yeah. you're taking chances. Yeah. Like, why not, not, man? Not just in well, I, I, <coughs> I want to make a game. I guess I'll make a game. But you're like, I want to make this kind of game. I want to mm-hmm. make this kind of game. Mm-hmm. Card game, board game, you know, super fight ripoff, whatever it is. Like, <laughs> I I have an idea for a game, and come hell or high water, I'm gonna make that game because mm-hmm. there's a website out there. That lets me do this. Yes. And that's you know? the beautiful thing about it. I didn't mean that for this to turn into a commercial for the gamecrafter.com because no, they're a not sponsor a sponsor unless at all. Unless they want to be. But, but it is just, it's a fantastic tool uh, for anybody who wants to make any kind of game. And, and um, my, my next ambitious goal, I'm not sure it'll be the next thing I work on, but my next ambitious goal is to make a Dungeons and Dragons style game of some kind. I don't know what it's going to be like. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go Narnia-esque or what. Yeah. But, but something. It might just be set in the real world. <laughs> uh, might be angels and demons. Who knows? But but uh, I really want to come up with something like something. that. And they have all the stuff there. Pieces uh, galore, printouts, whatever. Really? Yeah. Cutouts, pieces. You just got to come up with the rule set, man. Jibs, jabs, whatever. That's it. All you got. Um, so yeah, I'm. Uh, that's that's my big, big ambitious plan. That's gonna take forever, though. Yeah. It's gonna take years, maybe. I don't know, but yeah, it's 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 fun. It really is, and I don't have a lot of free time. And I said that at the beginning. <laughs> you sure? I don't have a lot of free time, so it's taken me a really long time to get these kind of done. Uh, I know a few people that could just bust these out sure, daily. Yeah. But uh, it's taken me a little bit more time because I only have a few hours a week I can really dedicate to it. But, gosh, it's worth the time. Yeah. It's just so fulfilling. Again, even if it doesn't sell, just I created something. Sure. It's nice, you know, to put your name on it. Um, well, you might be surprised, man, because I've seen people talking about Sunday School Answers yeah. in other groups. And they're like, oh, I just gosh. came across this game. And I'm like... 
I know a guy who made an expansion for that game. It's so you know, good. so like it, anybody, guys, mm-hmm. if you're listening, <coughs> if you're listening and you want to make a game, just go make a game. It doesn't have to be the next scythe or the next code names or whatever. Just get out there and do it because we were made to create. Absolutely. There's know? there's there's never a time that we're more like God than when we're creating something. Absolutely. Because that's 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 all he's ever done, whether whether it comes uh, from you know the creation of the universe to the creation of us to the the creation of how our lives that we hand over to him uh, you know form you know the the beauty that he makes from our broken pieces and creates something new out of them yeah you know that's 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 that is the central uh, character aspect of this <laughs> this this uh, this non playable character named yeah. God uh, no he's it's uh, <laughs> This dungeon master of yeah. our lives. Um, it's just, yeah. I mean, we and to add humor into that, because you know, too many people think that God wasn't funny, and I would say that when Jesus said, "How are you going to point out a speck in someone else's eye when you got a tree growing out of your own <laughs> face?" Yeah. How that's not funny yeah. to me. How that was, how that was anything at the time, but a hilarious joke. It's not like he was solemnly sitting there and you have a plank sticking outwardly from your eyeball. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, hyperbole by nature yeah. is is rude in comedy. So yeah, that's yeah. So it's uh, it's just fun, man. That's that's where you get satisfaction, and that's where I find uh, my own encouragement and stuff. Yeah. Because I've struggled with depression. I've struggled with self self esteem issues, like I said, and uh, self worth issues. And I, uh, I did some rough, bad junk in my past and to bring my, to, to have God bring me out of a, a feeling of worthlessness to show me that he can do so much through my life if I'm just willing to surrender all of it. Yeah. Not just, not just my, my, my soul, my life, uh, of you know, I accept you as my savior, but surrendering my will, surrendering my, my dreams, my future, my desires and say, God, you can have this all and you just show me where to go kind of thing. You know, until we can get to that point, you know, we're not really going to truly experience just how creative God can be in our lives. And so I'm not saying that me creating these board games is some gigantic ministry. Mm. It's not. But just like your ministry, if that opens up a door or if that encourages a, a fellow believer who is uh, always wearing his mask to take that off and to be real and to let uh, other people see him for what he really is and the struggles that he really has, if that opens a door somehow, some way, or if just that playing, that fellowship gives us the opportunity to grow as a body to to trust each other more, to love each other more, and then to to grow that group and to spread that out, and bring in outside people, start start spreading the seeds in places that we didn't think we could go. Yeah. What more is there than that? I mean, what what better way uh, to devote your life is there? You know. Yeah. So uh, with this this whole humor and healing thing with with the BRB, um. That's kind of where we've we've started to shift. Is that we've actually just recently started calling ourselves the Back Row Baptist Church. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, because uh, not not a brick and mortar church, but 
a church is in the church body where where we're we're willing to come and and be real and be funny. Yeah. And uh not feel like we have to be suit and tie, stuffy, uh I hate everything that's not Christian. Uh let's boycott this and boycott that, you know, and just be like, look, God loves us. God loves them just as much as they love us or he loves us. Yeah. Um and we're called to be a shining light, to be like Jesus to them, not to be like old granny Sunday school teacher yeah. who, or or as I grew up Catholic, uh, a nun with a ruler ready to wrap some knuckles. Uh, and so it's about having fun, man. And we I mean, can do that through right, playing absolutely. and creating board games. Absolutely. Absolutely. So man, if you guys if you guys want to get down on this, uh, just we'll get to how you guys can can you know meet up with Matt and you know, hook up with him online. But the game crafter, game crafter, the gamecrafter.com. Yeah, use them. Mm-hmm. I know that there are you know probably another handful of websites out there that do that, but and again, I didn't know they existed at all. I had no idea this was a thing until yeah. uh, until. Mike Mordanga yeah. pointed it out to Sunday me. Sunday school answers, so, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm sure that a lot of y'all haven't heard about it. So check it out. If you've had that itch, scratch that's it. the place to go. Just scratch it. And get somebody <laughs> in the community to help you figure out. You know, if you're not good at one thing, get somebody else to get in there on there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be splitting fat profits, but at least you <laughs> will have made a board game. And there are quite a few board games on there that are super popular. Probably. Uh, there's one, I think, called The Captain is Dead. Have you heard of that one? That's from the game That's crafters? from the gamecrafter.com. Yes. They no, make, that's, they, yeah, that, that's on a lot of people's like top nine games. Yeah. That sells Captain is dead. Interesting. Buco, buco boxes. Well, Matt, how can we uh <laughs> how can we get involved with you online? Uh, well of course, like I said earlier, Twitter uh is our was our original handle and we still focus on that. So you can follow us Twitter at Back Row Baptist. Uh, you do not have to be a Baptist to enjoy our humor. Most of it is just uh, church, church culture, Christian culture appropriate. Um, but uh, to connect with our community, the Back Row Baptist Church, uh, brbchurch.com, it'll actually take you to our Facebook group. Um, you could just search for Back Row Baptist Church uh, on Facebook as well. Um, but that's where that's where we try and get together. Let let some of the other people be funny too, and and you know some of our friends and fans. We got a lot of people that listen to the podcast. Uh, of course, we post all of our episodes there and on the Twitter account too, so you won't be able to miss that. But um, it's uh, it's it's we're kind of starting in kind of a new direction, like I said, with with the Back Row Baptist Church thing. So that's that's a little bit fresh. Yeah, uh, it was originally a, a little community side community. We called it Side Hugs. Yeah, based off of. Uh, a book I had put out of my best my best tweets called "Please Don't Side Hug Me." Uh, <laughs> that's on Amazon too, by the way, if you want to buy that. Um, but uh, yeah, we called it Side Hugs, and uh, it was just you know community you know yeah, thing. But uh, it's 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 starting to come back uh, a little more on the healing side. We kind of gotten away from that outside of the podcast, but uh, I'm I'm looking forward to possibly getting back out there and doing some more speaking engagements and things, uh, sharing my testimony at, at like celebrate recoveries and, and other sure. things like that. And, uh, cause that's, that's where, <coughs> pardon me. That's where we find, uh, a little more of that raw human connection. Uh, so we want that too, but the, but the humor is what drops that wall of yeah. 
uh, vulnerability and lets people be willing to talk about the rough stuff. So that's why we focus on both. So yeah, brbchurch.com and Twitter at BackRowBaptist. Uh, Instagram is also at BackRowBaptist. Um, we don't do too much more than that right now. <laughs> it's uh, it's all it's social media. It's so is a much. Whole thing so, and... It takes so much time to, yeah. <laughs> to do all those. But yeah, we'd love to have you uh, come be a part of our our little church. Uh, move your membership to our yeah. online church by letter. Uh, I'm sure yeah. Yeah. we're not we're not like a, a full fledged ministry. We're not like a nonprofit that's going out and doing things. But uh, maybe one day, if God chooses to take chooses to take us that way. But yeah. right now, we're just kind of a social a social media based uh, hangout. Yeah, for 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 believers who don't take themselves too seriously. A perfect place for imperfect Christians. There it Let's is. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> oh, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Free Play Podcast um, from Love Thy Nerd. And guys, we've been talking for a long time, and uh, we're going to go ahead and cut this off here. But guys, thank you so much for being a part of these conversations between myself and Matt of the Back Row Baptist. And you can follow us everywhere at, at Love Thy Nerd. Um, uh, we're on all of the social media stuff. Like, we have a person that handles that, so I let her do the thing. <laughs> Um, but you can also, if you're not already a part of our community, get in on that. Just search for Love Thy Nerd on Facebook, and you'll see the page and the community. Jump on both of them. Matt, once again, man, thanks for, for being with us. And, Absolutely. Uh, Thank you. Guys, don't forget, subscribe to the Back Row Baptist Podcast on iTunes. Give them five stars. They love that. We just hit uh, half a million downloads a couple weeks ago, too. Awesome. We're excited about that. We are nowhere near half a million. <laughs> uh, that's not even on our radar. <laughs> But to help us get there, you guys also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes right now. Give us a five-star review for Free Play Podcast. If you do that, we're running a, uh, a promotion right now that if we hit 100 five-star reviews between Humans of Gaming and Free Play Podcast, we're going to throw your name into the HAPA for a free $60 game on any platform, including tabletop, of your choice. Nice. So... Get on there, do the thing, and let's connect online, nerds. And as always, remember, Jesus loves you, nerds. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. This conversation is not quite over. We had an entire other episode that you can listen to over on the Back Row Baptist podcast. Simply search for Back Row Baptist on any of your favorite podcasting platforms.